Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Well, good morning. It is Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Today, lots of crazy school stuff, so follow along if you can. Yesterday afternoon, the Maryland State Board of Education gave the green light that moves up the start of winter sports by not one, but two months. The start date now for competitive winter sports will be December 7th instead of February 1st, and that did pass the board by a vote of 13 to nothing. I'm not quite sure what they were thinking. Meanwhile, the State Education Association is calling for a little pause to the reopening. During a press conference yesterday, MSEA president and Baltimore County teacher Cheryl Boast hosted epidemiologist Megan Fitzpatrick from the University of Maryland and two classroom teachers on a Zoom call. They said that they took a poll of their 70,000 teachers, and these are supported by 90% of them, is what they would like to see in the schools. Daily sanitation of the schools, hand sanitizer available throughout the building, adequate air ventilation, procedures in in place for anyone who tests positive to be isolated and for contact tracing, PPE required for staff and students, reduced class sizes to help with the distancing and individual attention to students, plexiglass barriers and shared office spaces, and additional mental health staff. Post did say that there is a policy that unless you spend more than 15 minutes in close contact with a student, you will not know whether that student or any member of their family has tested positive for the COVID virus. That seems a little bit crazy to me if you're going to be in a classroom filled with students all day. She did cite a study that said the cost to make schools safe is going to work out to about $486 per pupil and said that the state grants that are being offered works out to about $15 per pupil. So there is a vast difference there. I did the math. If Anne Arundel County was going to do that, that's an extra $38 million, I believe. And right here in Anne Arundel County, Superintendent George Arlotto has advised the teachers and staff that the initial return to school date of November 2nd for faculty and staff has been now pushed back to November 9th. This is based on the notion that the Board of Education may revise their already adopted plan to return students to the classroom. However, they're not going to be taking any action on that until their November 4th meeting. So he's pushed that back a week. And he did say in his memo that that is the earliest that they would return to school and that it may be altered depending on what the board does. And speaking of that board, if you wanted to speak to them while they take more public comments at Wednesday's meeting, you are out of luck. The sign-up opened at 7 p.m. last night and filled to capacity, which was 100, by about 7.45 p.m. The only way that you can leave a public comment to the board now is to send them an email at boardoffice at aacps.org. Did you follow along with all that? Kind of crazy getting these kids back into the classrooms. Yesterday was day one of early voting, and according to the State Board of Elections, by 5 p.m., 125,000 people had voted at the early voting locations. All told, about 947,000 mail-in and drop-off ballots have already been received, and of those, 600,000 were put into the drop boxes. So the drop boxes were a huge success. Just a little bit of a fun fact nationally, they say that 62 million people have already voted, And that is about the number of votes that President Trump received in the entire election back in 2016. 
And finally, as we wrap it up, Maryland Comptroller Peter Francho says shop local as he should. Francho said that people can support their communities, help preserve jobs, and keep small businesses afloat if they spend locally. In a news conference yesterday, he said small businesses have always been there for us, whether it's supporting the local Little League team or stepping up whenever there is a fundraising request. He did say that of the 170,000 small businesses in Maryland, 30,000 have either permanently closed or will close as a result of this pandemic. He is calling on Marylanders who've been lucky enough to still have jobs and health care to help out. He said, we have the economic power because a lot of us have increased savings who have been lucky to not have been laid off. We still have our jobs. We still have our health care. The money that is going into our savings, we can't spend it. We can't fly anywhere. We can't really go around and do the normal kind of economic activity that you're accustomed to. So that money is building up. Why not spend it locally? I could not agree more with Comptroller Francho. And if you want to take a listen, check out the podcast we dropped over the weekend with Dick Franio from the Boatyard Bar and Grill and Stephen Rice, who is the Director of Economic Development for the City of Annapolis. Find out what's happening here in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County to keep restaurants afloat and how they're doing it. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to be updating these stories and more. If you are someplace you can leave a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure your friends, family, and colleagues all know how to get a hold of us. Other than that, you need to hang tight. We have George Young standing by with your local DCMDVA weather forecast. And technology is on our side today, so it is really going to be him, I swear. All of that's coming up after this brief message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services, with your Clean Energy Minute. Does your home experience power outages? Or maybe you're concerned about energy resilience in general. If so, that's another great reason to consider clean, quiet, solar-powered energy with battery backup. You may have heard residential solar adoption has rapidly increased during the pandemic for multiple reasons. And many homeowners, like yourself, are adding battery backup and electric vehicle charging to their solar projects. And with Maryland's Residential Energy Storage Income Tax Credit, along with the federal tax credit for batteries when paired with solar, the economics are quite compelling, and that secure feeling is even better. So whether you're looking for clean energy, energy resilience, or overall peace of mind with solar energy, we can help. To schedule a free solar design, call us today at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. But hurry, sunshine's a-wasting. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Hey everyone, this is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, October 27th. Yesterday played out pretty much as expected, with temps in the 50s and 60s, along with tons of clouds all day. And today will be fairly similar, with plenty of clouds in the skies above Anne Arundel County, along with temps in the 60s for afternoon highs, to be followed by more 60s and mixed skies Wednesday, ahead of some significant rain Thursday and Friday, with a potential for some flooding across the region, as possibly 2 to 4 inches of rain will fall 
as the remnants of the latest tropical system, now Hurricane Zeta, move through after impacting the Gulf Coast region. And once that's out to sea off to the east, much colder air will move into the area from the west with low Saturday morning, likely in the 30s for many, with sunny skies in low to mid 50s for highs on Saturday, with more sunshine and upper 50s to mid 60s on Sunday. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DCMDVA Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at DCMDVAWeather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Annapolis may be Maryland's state capital, but it's also the sailing capital of the world. And whether you call Naptown home or are just planning a visit, a cruise on the Annapolis Maritime Museum's newly restored skipjack, the Wilma Lee is a perfect opportunity to sit back, relax, and let the wind carry you across the water. Whether you're looking for front row seats to the Wednesday night sailing races, a guided sailing heritage tour, or an evening cruise to enjoy the extraordinary sunsets over the Chesapeake, a cruise aboard the historic Wilma Lee is the perfect way to connect the bay through both cultural and ecological lenses. The Annapolis Maritime Museum is making sure all safety protocols are undertaken, including social distancing and requiring masks while boarding. And the boat is open air, allowing plenty of space to socially distance. Tickets are available at Ameritime.org. Private cruises are also available. Visit Ameritime.org for more information. You've been listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, ionannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.